Hey, everybody. Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady. We are here today. JC and I, I should say, are here today with business owner, CEO and founder of Ultimate End Gamers League, which I know absolutely nothing about because I am not a gamer, but we're going to learn. Titus Walker. Hey, Titus, how you doing? Hey, thank you so much for having me. Happy to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, before we jump in, you know, I, it, we're in the middle of a storm across the country. So I want to make sure everybody's safe. Titus, where are you coming in from? Uh, we're actually from uh, Stafford, Virginia. We have locations pretty much all over Virginia. All right. So you, you're you're kind of frozen right now as well, right? Absolutely. Yep. Snowed I, in. Kids are home. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And JC is up in Buffalo, New York. JC, how are you doing up there? Yeah, I'm I'm really cold. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Mr. Titus, yeah. Ms. Wendy, I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, when I woke up and there was four feet of snow outside, that was one wake up call. And uh, when I put the news on and they said, hey, come on down and shovel the stadium so you can watch your uh, Bills defeat the Steelers. I was stoked. Uh, the kids were ready to rock and roll. We couldn't even get out. Couldn't even get out. Now, wow. crews around here, I do commend them right quick. And I need to take a brief heartbeat on this. Uh, to the executive leadership within Buffalo and the Western New York area, we commend you uh, for everything that you've done on slowing our role as community members. Last year, we lost 47 people in a blizzard. Uh, they lost their lives on the roads. So this year, they really um, pulled everything back. And people have been taking it a lot easier this time around. And a lot of people are much, much more safe. With that being said, talking about strategic thinking, critical thinking, and leadership, we've got a prime CEO here for you, ladies and gentlemen, to talk with. So, Wendy, back to you. Yeah, thank you for that shout out, JC. It is important. I am in Florida, so we don't have snow, <laughs> but we are... Uh, um, going down like 43 tonight and i think 38 by the end of the week so none of us are prepared for this and i just hope everybody <laughs> stays safe uh you know i, I do want to talk about other kinds of challenges because let's face it the weather is a challenge of a business owner whether you're in person remote i mean if you're remote and all over the country or all over the world you got to deal with different weather and different uh, challenges and natural disasters all over the place. But if you're in person, uh, then there's a whole other thing too of just traffic alone and how are we going to get to where we're supposed to be? Let's talk about, uh, Titus, what, you know, starting your business, how long have you been in business? Uh, so we actually started December 2019. So if you remember 2020 at all, that was, uh, we were right at the, the front of that. <laughs> yeah, that was um, 20, the end of 2019. I made some changes to my business as well and thinking, I wonder how this is going to go to be more remote. Oh my goodness. Thank goodness I got ahead of the curve because that was just been yeah. crazy. I would imagine with the gaming universe, you've had quite a few, uh, few, past few years that were incredibly busy because people had nothing to do except for game. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, gaming uh, at that time was really at its peak, everybody at home. So um, it really worked out well. We actually started um, when we started our league, our goal was to get people in person, though. So um, it was kind of like the opposite effect of what was happening. So it really was a, a challenging time getting through COVID. Um, but we made it and very happy to, uh, to say that. That, yeah, that's awesome. So right now, how many about how many employees, including contractors, do you think you have? Sheesh. Uh, so all of our pro gamers are contractors. We have probably about 300 active um, right now pro gamers uh, with about 300 in reserve as well. So it's about 600 total gamers. Uh, and then we have about 50 to 60 in our production staff. 
um, as and then you know our uh, maintenance and that type of stuff as well. So we have a, a pretty large uh, yeah pretty you large do. Team. Yeah, yeah, you went from zero to, whoa, we're a company real quick. No challenges yeah. in that, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, smooth sailing for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, right. It, it's I, been absolute, uh, it's, it's been chaotic, but a lot of fun. I mean, there's there's a lot of challenging uh, things that come out of um, leading the team like, like we have. Um, and so, especially with COVID, getting people in person and, and learning uh, the production side of things. Because we, we put on a show where people can watch it. Um, and we teach how to do that. But then we also have the pro side of things where we teach these gamers to to game and to become professional gamers and then host those competitions as well. All right. Oh, I've got awesome, I've got Jason. a million dollar question. I got to jump right in here. So we're talking esports. We're talking gaming. I found a blurb on the website right here. The Ultimate End Gamers League, the UEL, is rapidly expanding as an esports platform for professional gamers. And you offer over $300,000 in tournament prizes each year. The first thing that comes to mind, Mr. Titus, is the thought of the movie that just came out, Gran Turismo. And the thought that you could be cultivating like the next generation racer or maybe through uh, something like Call of Duty Modern Warfare, you're recruiting people for the Navy. I don't know. Talk to us. Yes, absolutely. So our focus is actually on gaming as a whole. So most gaming leagues focus on a single game. Um, we actually operate across all different genres. And so our focus is more on the skills learned in gaming. Uh, and so we believe they're, you know, you're going to, the, the master of specific game titles are actually that they're masters of that game because they have certain life skills um, that are needed in order to master that game. So, you know, in fighting games, for example, they're really good with pattern recognition and understanding their opponent um and in shooting games they're really good with hand-eye coordination and uh split second decision making movement um and so we found the skills that that are really high level in the specific genre that they're playing and we help cultivate those skills uh to create the master of uh of, of gaming and the, and the master of those skills i've got one last million dollar question and then wendy i'm throwing it right back to you as well mr sure. titus Talking about gaming, there's a different kind of game at play when we're a CEO, right? And according to YouGov, yeah. small business owners are going to face numerous challenges in 2024. That including cash flow being one of them. 33% of small business owners experience cash flow issues. You've got like 300 on tap there. Probably not small business, but that's not for me to yeah. decide. The HR lady will chime <laughs> in on that. But free work, free work is a huge problem. 21% of business owners must work for free to a certain degree. Lenders are also another issue. 10% of small business owners struggle to find a lender and layoffs ultimately and sadly is always a risk and something to be concerned about, especially as we move through 2024 with 9% of small business owners anticipating making layoffs in 2024 so with all that on the table when we're thinking about transitioning from gaming to kind of gaming in real life in a way i mean you're the ceo of the company wendy i know you've got something to pin in on this for mr titus yeah so the first thing i wanted to say is that just the term small business it depends like it i'm the hr lady so for me i just care about headcount right i mean of course i care about revenue too but it, it does depends on how you're defining small business. Is it because of the headcount or is it because of the revenue? The uh, U.S. Census, Census Bureau defines small business as 
um basically once you get revenue of one million or more in a year and i don't need to know what your revenue is but regardless if you have two employees or 400 employees in the small amount of time that you have been operating you know wow have you had a trouble attracting people retaining people engaging people yeah for sure i mean the thing is that everyone's going to have those troubles especially in the attraction part they have to know about you before they get involved with you um and that's been a, a struggle at least for the first three or four years um we've really kind of started to explode in the past six months to where we do have a lot more engagement once people are involved because it's something that they love it's a little bit different than finding a person to shovel snow you know for football it, it's <laughs> it's more they, they enjoy gaming and so they want to be involved in gaming and so just finding those people um and then once you have them, like you said, keeping them engaged uh, has definitely been something that we've had to learn over time. You know, retention doesn't come easy. It's more about um, finding ways to make people people feel uh, important, make people feel like they are a part of uh, what you're doing. Uh, and a lot of times they are, but if they don't feel it, it doesn't really matter. And so that's something that we've been able to do very well to keep people engaged and, and keep them involved in what we're doing. That's awesome. It's very difficult. Attraction and retention was difficult pre-pandemic. Then you enter the yeah. pandemic where certain jobs kind of either went away or went on hold for a long time. And then new jobs that never even existed before, including yours, came walking yep. through the door and you're like, wait, now I have to engage all these people all over the, the world, probably. How the heck am I going to get them to uh, sign up, uh, join us and stay? And I can tell you as the HR lady, uh, that's the number one topic I get asked to speak on every single week, which is how do I attract people? And then how do I retain them? How do I engage them? And, you know, I, I do say it's all about managers, but please, please, please don't blame the managers because we have to give the managers the tool. Yeah. The biggest tool that I find that uh, managers uh, lack and need is time. It's simply yeah. time because they don't have the time to talk to their employees because they have their own job to do. So folks that are listening today, please make sure having manager, make sure you understand that being a manager is freaking hard, harder yeah. than it's ever been, ever. And if you expect them to be a project manager too and a people manager, something's gonna fail and, something, and it's gonna cost you a lot of money. What are your thoughts on that, Titus? Yeah, and I'll add to the point of when you're attracting people before pandemic, you people were doing what they had to do. What the, what a lot of uh, people did once the pandemic hit, they started getting the the extra paychecks that everybody got um, from you know the 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 tax returns and the uh, stimulus that that type of stuff. Then you started see, seeing people kind of transition and think into things they wanted to do, um, and that's where we've been able to see a big a big boom. Um, we've been able to see a lot more people being involved in what we're doing because it's something they want to do, not because they right. have to or because um, they feel like it's their only way of, of providing for their families. Uh, and so I think there is a big shift right now in the economy from people doing everything they have to to people doing everything they want. Now, whether or not that lasts, who knows? But I think that's up to the new like the new businesses that you spoke of uh, to really make the most of the opportunity that we have to create sustainable jobs for those people that want to do something, something new, something different, something exciting. Um, and I think that that's where, where we'll see the, the issues that, that uh, were brought up earlier about, you know, getting the funding, getting um, the sales revenue, keeping that up, those types of things. Uh, 
in order to keep these people doing what they want to do, people like myself will have to create a very sustainable place of uh, of, of work so that they have something to kind of survive and, and keep their families fed off of. Otherwise, they end up going back to what they have to do, um, which I definitely don't want for them at all. But um, yeah. I don't think anybody wants that. Right. Hey, do you see AI helping your business model this year, 2024? I, I think AI is helping anybody that will accept that help. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we've been able to utilize it. We, we have 12 different pro teams uh, that are owned by investors. So we've been able to utilize it in a lot of their social media campaigns. Um, and it's it's helped tremendously because we're able to do, you know, a post or two a day. And it's done very seamlessly for us. Uh, we've done it in some of our own social media campaigns, a lot of our digital editing, video editing, um, those types of things. It makes it very simple for us to, to be able to do, you know, five or 10 people's jobs. Uh, and it opens up new jobs for those that understand AI and, and know how to implement that AI. So uh, I think it's worked really well for for us. That's awesome. I Yeah, I myself am a chat GPT junkie. I teach it at least three times a week to anybody who will listen because I'm like, you know, I read some of the stuff that I run in chat GPT and I'm like, yeah, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, did uh, they yeah. Read, did they read my mind? They probably did. Go ahead, JC. Yeah, yeah real quick one here straight from uh, Ultimate and GamersLeague.com. <laughs> At the Ultimate and Gamers League, we're not just about competition, but about community. That one sentence right there, it strikes such a chord with me as well as many other people when we're talking about the culture of an organization. Wendy, it's so critical, right? Yeah, I love it. It's like on the on your homepage of the the about section. That's you know when I went on to there, I'm like, why am I talking to this gaming dude today? And I was like, oh my goodness. Wow. Amazing. You know, uh, JC also shared a stat with me, too, about the fact that and this all kind of ties together. The labor market today remains tight for small businesses. And I want to just say for businesses, period, with 93 percent of businesses reporting that they're not getting any or very little applicants. And I love that what you were saying, uh, Titus, of like, no, we take it seriously and we want to make sure that we're attracting people that are going to fit our culture, want to do what I, we can do and actually have the skills or you're going to need to train them so super important to make sure that you are you're sharing that vision because like you mentioned not that anybody can get any job but they could get any job for a hot minute so yeah. why don't we do it right and stop spending all that recruiting money and say this is our culture slow down before we hire let's figure out what we really want and what we can and cannot train for do you have a training program for people who are passionate about what you need them to do, but they just don't have the skills yet? Absolutely. We have uh, training programs for the players that want to go pro. We have tra training programs for commentators, casters, uh, stream engineers, sound engineers. Uh, we will teach pretty much everything about esports and putting together events and programs. Um, and we utilize our uh, college uh, initiatives as well as on the pro side uh, and uh, Little League so that the, the young kids that want to learn about esports and about gaming and production and streaming, you know, all of those things are, are pretty lucrative endeavors right now that we are continuing to make even better. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, if you, it sounds like you probably have job openings. Where can our listeners go to to um, help, you know, their friends and maybe their family members find a job that, you know, might interest them in your organization or even a similar organization? 
Absolutely. We do have job openings. We actually have one now um, for the production team, and we're getting ready to open up another one for general managers uh, for a couple of our teams. Uh, so you can go to LinkedIn at UEL Esports uh, for the job post, uh, UEL Esports uh, on LinkedIn. And you can also follow us on all social media or our website at UELesports.com. Absolutely. And I will make sure that I share those links in the podcast uh, description. So just go back to wherever you you found this podcast and you can find that information there. Any last pieces of advice you'd like to share with somebody who's crazy enough to start a company like this, you know, knowing a pandemic's coming, kidding, we didn't know, but yeah, really yeah. what advice, what, what, you know, a couple key words of advice would you give? Um, do what you love and and push through all the negativity you know if, if it's something that you really enjoy make the vision so big that um that you can't see anything but it i love it i love it and Strong. one last thing that i want to say is don't be afraid to ask for help and then the second thing is don't be afraid to say no which i'm still working on hey <laughs> titus it was so wonderful to chat with you i'm i'm intrigued by this uh, maybe i'll end up as a gamer by the end of 2024 because uh, yeah. <laughs> i want that three hundred thousand dollars <laughs> that's right. growing too that's that's uh that's growing that number is gonna oh, go up pretty awesome. short see man not me. So great. not me i'm waiting for the phone call to say hey jc come down MC this event for us titus i gotcha we could do something <laughs> let me tell you <laughs> legend thank you thank you so much for joining we appreciate it thanks for listening everybody oh.